Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. Fins up, Low Country. You know how we love our college sports in the South. And this summer, the University of South Carolina Buford Sand Sharks were awarded NCAA Division II status and welcomed into the Peach Belt Conference. So our president and CEO, Bill Miles, sat down with USCB Athletics Director, Quinn Monahan on this new status achievement and what it means for the school and for our community. Let's listen. Quinn, welcome. We're glad to have you with us today. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, some exciting news certainly uh, coming out of USCB, and, and uh, I'm going to let you share, as the athletic director and someone who's been working on this, probably for the 10 years that you've been here, and it's such a big announcement, and you've made it a little bit earlier, but tell us again what's going on. Yeah, sure. It is an exciting time, and you're right. I'm uh, 10 years I've been at USCB. It's hard to believe. Wow. Time really flies. I tell our student-athletes during orientation every year, enjoy these days. As, as much as your days may drag on and days just seem like the longest forever, but your years will fly by. And before you know it, you're going to graduate. And I can say the same thing. I've been here 10 years. It's hard to believe. Uh, my boys were in pre elementary school. Now they're both off in college. So we've been here 10 years and it's, it's flown by. But we've seen so much growth at the university, um, both in enrollment and numbers, but community support, athletic growth, obviously um, just we think uh, as much as we've changed in the last 10 years, there's still a whole lot more that's going to happen, a lot more on the horizon. That's exciting. And and thinking about just what it means, not only for, for the Beaufort, the county, the state, Hilton Head Island, but also the region of what that NCAA Division II status really means. Yeah. You know, one of the most common questions that I have ever received when we are in AIA is, well, one, uh, what sports do you have? What do you mean you don't have basketball? Well, we're fixing that one. And secondly, well, what is NAIA? What is the NAIA? And it's a legitimate question. Not a lot of folks know what the NAIA is. And the only way you can explain what the NAIA is to say, well, it's very similar to NCAA, maybe Division Two. Now, so... For, for years, we thought, well, why not just, why be similar to Division II? Let's just join NCAA Division II. And it's much more recognizable. Nothing against the NAIA or the institutions that we competed against in the Sun Conference. But when we compare those institutions to who we now consider uh, our, our new rivals and new frenemies, uh, USC Aiken, Lander, um, you know, North Georgia, Columbus State, Augusta, those are some institutions, we call them peer aspirant institutions. Those who we see, we see ourselves much more like and those that we want to be like as we continue to grow and develop. So being division two, it takes us into a whole nother level of competition, of camaraderie and rivalries. Quinn, will all of the sports transition over to NCAA division two? Yes, sir. We All of our sports will. So we currently have 11 sports, uh, baseball, softball, women's soccer, cross countries, track and fields, uh, both indoor and outdoor, and obviously golf. Uh, so all of those all of those will now be in the Peach Belts in NCAA Division II. 
now and, and they'll all be sponsored by the conference. Yes. So I know it's a heavy lift to get there. Tell us some of the hurdles you had to jump and the university had to jump to be able to earn that status. Yeah. It, it's just a laborious prospect. The NCAA Division II application is a significant process. If you've ever gone through an accreditation or anything like that, it's it's very much like that. And it's a it is a several month. We've been literally working on this. We've been talking about it for since Dr. Panu became our chancellor eight years ago. We've been talking about this even before that with Dr. Jane Upshaw. We have been dreaming and scheming. The literal work was probably within the last 18 months of significant heavy lifting. You know, we had to redo all of our manuals. It wasn't probably as tough for us as maybe some others in that we very much operated ourselves like an NCAA institution previously. While we were NAIA, we run our operations uh, in, in a professional manner with full-time coaches, full-time administrators, with a dedicated senior woman administrator, uh, coaches without secondary duties. So we're very much, we're operating ourselves like an, uh, an NCAA institution already. So that wasn't as difficult as just, you know, look, look, we had to rewrite every piece of everything that we've gotten written. Uh, for all of our manuals, all of our strategic plans, everything had to be redone. And, and as you know, that that's not an easy task. That's a pretty daunting task. Uh, we had the, the help of a consultant who was fabulous. And, and honestly, without her assistance and work, we, we might have been in trouble. It was a lot of work. <laughs> There's been a lot of talk about the possibility of basketball and, and uh, coming to USCB. Talk about a little bit about that. Yeah, that, you know, as excited as we are about NCAA Division II, what our community will really see, because as I said, we're, we're not going to operate a whole lot differently. We're going to have a new emblem on our floor. That blue disc with the NCAA logo is is going to be a marked difference for us. But we are, we're not talking about it anymore. We are adding basketball. I'm in the midst now of reviewing over 200 and some applicants for our basketball positions. We're hire, We're in the process of hiring a men's and women's basketball coach that will start this fall. We'll bring them on campus this fall and give them an entire year to develop, plan, recruit, and hire for a basketball program that we will start competing in 23-24. It's coming. It's here. Sam Truck Basketball is coming. For sure. That's exciting. That's uh, There's been a lot of talk about that for years, and people have been anxious, and uh, I'm sure that people are very, very happy to hear that. And that blue disc on the floor, what a, what a special emblem that is. Absolutely. And to be able to earn that, and USCB have that right here where we are, uh, it's a, just a huge honor. Congratulations yeah, on thank that. Thank you. I appreciate that. We, we think we think it's going to be good, certainly for the, for the institution, but for the entire low country, uh, Beaufort County, Hilton Head Island, we think it's just going to be great for the entire community. This next question I know has a lot to do with funding, so we'll tee it up that way. But uh, as far as basketball goes, is there uh, an arena, a field house, anything in the future? Yeah, talk about an impact. What we're planning will have a significant impact on our on our area. We have We have received preliminary funding for a $50 million dollar convocation center that will house, be housed on our on our campus. Um, so between some funding that we already have allocated within the university, an agreement with uh, the county as well as the state 
we have preliminary funding for that convocation center that will seat anywhere between 3,500 to 5,000 on our campus. We're, we're doing con some conceptual um, work now on what that facility looks like. If we put the shovel in the ground today, we're still three or four years away from bouncing a ball and, and having classrooms in that facility. So, but but it's it's going to happen again. We don't have cash on hand, but we have the we have the preliminary okay from both the state and the county on those funds. So that's going to happen. And think about I think about this all the time: the impact that's going to have on our local community. The heads and beds is going to be phenomenal when we have concerts and and activities, home shows, garden shows. Listen, I know of another institution within our conference. Their, their arena, they do a, a rodeo every year. Think about that, a rodeo in the low country. I love it. Uh, we would have a blast with that. Yeah, wow. And, you know, $50 million to think that that's going to be uh, on the campus at USCB is amazing. And I think about the time, the, the length of time, really, that it took to put the USCB hospitality campus on Hilton Head Island. And it uh, certainly went much more quickly than many thought it would and which is a, certainly a, a tribute to, to Chancellor Upshaw and her leading those efforts. But then I can see the same thing happening um, with the new facility coming. Yeah, and, and again, it doesn't happen without great partnerships. Without our partnership with the community, that doesn't happen. And that's one thing that, you know, we've always felt great support from our community and the partnership within the community. We're gonna need it even more so moving forward. But um, the momentum we have, we think, um, some really special things are, are on the horizon. And I'm sitting here thinking about all the graduations that have taken place there and have been outdoors yeah. and the opportunity to, to have that in, inside Absolutely. as well. And we love having our, our graduations outdoor. It's a really special setting. But the idea that, listen, we live in the low country, we could get a storm at any time. So if there's a pop-up storm or we forecast a storm, we can easily move graduation indoors. The other cool thing is we can host every single high school graduation in that facility now if they so choose. And so there could be one location for all the high school graduations as opposed to several high school graduations throughout the week or throughout that, that season. We would love that prospect of getting students on our campus to show them that, listen, we're part of the Lowcountry community and let's make that, let's, let's, let's endear ourselves even more so to our community and be a part of, of what's happening here. We're talking today with Quinn Monahan, and Quinn is the athletic director at the University of South Carolina, Beaufort. And Quinn, let's talk about your student athletes. How many do you have? And, and talk a little bit about what their day-to-day -day programs look like. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, every athletic director says this, but we've got some, we've got some great student athletes. Uh, they just came back. We, we started classes this week. So it's good to have life back on campus. You know, we've got uh, right over 2,000 students at the university. Over 1,000, over half or so live on campus in our residence halls. And we have about 200 student athletes. With our 11 sports currently, we have about 200 student athletes that um, are very engaged on our campus. I tell them at orientation, uh, listen, we had we had new faculty orientation that I that I take part in every year, and I assured our faculty, and I told our students not to make me look like a fool, but I assured our faculty that some of their best students will be student athletes. 
And that generally, anecdotally, I hear that all the time. Listen, I've got students in my class and they are some of the best. That's the expectation we have for our students and rarely do they let me down in that. Now, they're not all perfect, they're not all angels, but they are, by and large, great student athletes. We have over a 3.0 GPA every semester that I've been here. Our average GPAs are continuing to increase. They are involved in the community. Every one of our programs is required to do community service and community engagement projects. So we want them to become as well-rounded as they possibly can. And by and large, they they do impress us every day. We've had been fortunate enough to have two of your graduates uh, that have worked here at the chamber, and one is still working here. And both were student athletes and are just stellar co-workers. And I'd encourage those who are listening today that are looking to recruit uh, gr- great team members that start right there at the University of South Carolina, Beaufort. And uh, whether they're a student athlete or not, great, great kids that are coming out of there and, and can help a lot, make a big difference in your business. So, Quinn, I know now that uh, uh, you're an empty nester, took the last, the last, yes, I am. <clears throat> your last child to college, I believe, last week. What's it going to look like? I mean, you spend so much time at work anyway, but uh, where do you see that going as an empty nester? Golly, you know, we're still trying to figure that out. We, we haven't had a full week even. Tomorrow, we, we took our youngest off to uh, Charleston Southern on Friday, so it's not even been a full week. We're, we're um, fighting the urge to make a trip to Charleston this weekend. <laughs> we think we, we want it, but it's probably not best for him. Uh, our other son is uh, six hours away at Barry College, doing great. He's about to, He's just started his senior year. So we'll see. Beth and I are um, we're entering this phase of life with a little bit of trepidation, uh, but uh, we are excited. We know the boys are well prepared to do great things, and they're both at great colleges that we're excited about for them. But it's also an opportunity for us. Um, you know, I don't I don't want to necessarily spend. You're right. I spend a lot. I work a lot. You know, we we in athletics. It's certainly not the nine to five. Somebody asked me what I do, uh, what's a normal day look like? There is no such thing as a normal day in athletics. And whether I, you know, get home at nine o'clock at night or some days take off early and get home at you know, five, um, it, every day looks a bit different. So I don't know that I'll pour a whole lot of more hours into my day, but uh, um, certainly can invest a bit more in um you know, Beth and I, you know, we'd love to travel a little bit and spend some time doing some things that uh, we we have looked forward to for a long time. But I won't tell you, I'm, I'm, uh, the house is awful quiet yeah. and it feels a little bit weird still. Takes some time getting used to. Yeah, it sure does. As we wrap up today, just talk to us about this academic year and what you're what you're working on besides the besides the new uh, division two other things in the day to day operations that you have to handle. Yeah, um, you know we're in the process of hiring, uh, obviously the basketball coaches, which is time consuming. I think one of the most important things that I do as an athletic administrator is hiring and retaining great coaches, and so I spend a lot of time with our coaches and our coaching staff. Ultimately, at the end of the day, my main objective, everything that I do, the reason I'm here today, the reason I do every meeting that I have or every email I answer, 
ultimately is with the, the goal of providing our student athletes a better intercollegiate athletic experience and to provide our, our campus better athletic experiences. So everything that I do is with that lens. So this year, really it's gonna be about starting basketball, starting basketball well. And then believe it or not, in 23, 24, the plan is to, this can be another podcast for another day, uh, is to start with women's volleyball and hiring a new uh, coach for women's volleyball. And then who knows down the line, lacrosses. We've got a good facility that needs a little bit of work, and I think we could we could entertain lacrosse. It's still one of the fastest growing sports here in the southeast. So, what do we need to do to poise ourselves to be better um, experience to provide a better experience for our students, uh, and to continue to grow and to continue to build our programs into championship caliber programs? <clears throat> Basketball is going to be the start of that, and uh, building the new facilities as well as obviously competing in the peach belt. You know, we, this is our first year. We'll compete in the peach belt this year. Uh, today, uh, peach belt women's and men's soccer can start competition. So I know it sounds, I'm gonna nerd out on the computer this afternoon and watch women's and men's, actually I'll watch women's soccer. The first game in the conference starts at one o'clock. I don't have a dog in that fight, but I'm gonna be watching those games because come here in a couple of weeks, we're gonna have our first Peach Belt competition. That's a big deal for us. Yes. We're excited and our coaches couldn't be more thrilled with what's coming. Well, congratulations on making it happen. Thank you. Uh, tremendous opportunity ahead for the region, for the university. And I just wanna compliment you. I've, I've had the opportunity to know you for really the last 10 years. I've admired the work that you do, uh, you. great leader, do wonderful things with the student athletes, and we just appreciate uh, all the things that you bring to the University of South Carolina, Buford. I appreciate it. You know, I work with a good team, and it's it's a university that's dynamic and growing. Certainly not doing it on my own, but I appreciate those kind words. Thanks again for being with us, and we look forward to having you back sometime in the future and talking volleyball and other things, all USCB athletics. Yes, sir. Anytime. Fins up. Thanks everyone for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our Five Questions podcast by subscribing to the Chamber Channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.